Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Dave. One time per year, the entire population of not only the United States, but mostly the entire world becomes Irish. It is St. Patrick's Day, or as they say in Ireland, the Feast of St. Patrick. It is amongst the most well-known holidays, and whether you are Irish or not, nonetheless, it is a great excuse to enjoy great beer, great Irish whiskey, great Irish delicacies, and of course, enjoy some great St. Patty's Day Parade. We never need an occasion to celebrate here on the Cigar Dave Show, and today I am known officially as Cigar O'Dave. As today I am Irish, as we celebrate St. Patrick's Day, and we will be sampling some great Irish whiskeys, enjoying some great Irish mixology concoctions, and of course enjoying a cigar that has somewhat of a green motif. Long-ash greetings and salutations, a long-ash St. Patrick's Day snappy salute, o semper o delictatio. Always a pleasure here today on the St. Patrick's Day edition of the Cigar Dave Show. We're getting the festivities underway just about three days early, and we have a great show planned for you today because we will be sampling some great Irish whiskeys as well as enjoying some uh, great concoctions that use some of those Irish whiskeys. As always, it is my pleasure to welcome front and center to the Cigar Dave Show microphones our resident sommelier, sommelier O'Dave. Thank you, O'General Long Ashes at you, and it's my pleasure to be here sipping a little Irish whiskey, smoking a nice little green cigar, and just enjoying the day with you. Tuesday will be St. Paddy's, and I can't wait for it. And what is amazing is not only have you brought some fantastic Irish whiskeys Mm -hmm. and some great mixology concoctions, but you've also brought mixologist Jenna for the first time here on the Cigar Dave Show. Yes, I have. We found Jenna. She was dying to get on your show. So I said, come on, let's do the St. Paddy's show together. I know. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Did you find her in in Ireland by any chance? Yes, I did. Because she's wearing green. (laughs) (laughs) She knows. And by the way, Samadier Dave, I noticed that uh, prior to the show, you you had a late breakfast. You brought an entire box of Lucky Charms. Very impressive. (laughs) Yeah, anything for you, General. (laughs) All right, fantastic. First of all, lieutenants, as always, we like to 
almost everybody knows St. Patrick's Day. You know, it's a day to celebrate. Everybody has their corned beef and cabbage. You go out, you have your green beer. In fact, in the most cities in Chicago, they dump uh, green food dye in the river, in the Chicago River. They did it for the first time last year here in the Cigar City of Tampa, where Mayor Bob Buckhorn had the Mayor's River O'Green. And actually, <laughs> last week, uh, or last year, I happened to be downtown before the show doing a power walk uh, right along the river walk. It's about a three, four-mile expanse along downtown Tampa. And sure enough, I happened to see all these boats dumping green stuff into the river. Oh, and within goodness. about half an hour, the entire river is green. And there's green bagels, green beer, <laughs> you name it, green everything. So everybody celebrates St. Patty's Day, even if you're not Irish. Exactly. It's a wonder what the environmentalists were thinking about as all that green was going into the river. Uh, who cares? Yes. Who cares exactly. about the environmentalists? Who cares? Where the environment's just fine. We're going to be here for a long time. I think it's great that everybody takes a particular day and just celebrates. It's exactly. America. You know, I remember going back to when I was uh, in high school in, in the Western New York Theater of Operations growing up in Buffalo. For our senior year, we had off-campus privileges, so we'd always go out, not always, but many times you'd go out for lunch, and our tradition was we went to this restaurant about a mile and a half from uh, from where school was, and we had corned beef, beef and, and cabbage. cabbage. Oh, Didn't God. have any green beer, but we had the corned beef and cabbage. <laughs> nice. And, and you know, we always talk about corned beef and whether it's the Irish version or the Jewish delicatessen version exactly. or the Texan version mm-hmm. of, of uh, smoked brisket or or uh or corned beef overthinking about what we're going to have later today salivating maneuvers about to begin all right saint patrick's day the feast of saint patrick uh, known also as the day of the festival of patrick a cultural and religious celebration occurring annually on the 17th of march which is the date most commonly recognized as the date that patron saint of ireland saint patrick passed away in the year 400 and 61. And there's some traditions. Samadier Dave, of course, wearing the green. Mixologist Jenna's wearing green. It looks great. Now, I am, I've got to tell you, Samadier Dave, you have outdone yourself <laughs> because you came dressed. I didn't realize this, but Tula Mordu sent you over a special leprechaun exactly. outfit costume. I thought you were Mick the Brit for a second. <laughs> exactly. If they could only see me now. Too bad it's theater of the mind for them but i am done up i love i'll I tell you what though i do like the green hat with the little feather you, you kind of look like an yeah. irish somalia pimp I have i'm, to tell I'm you. going out to the street after this and make some money there <laughs> so saint patrick's day it is customary to wear number one green or shamrocks or other accessories because saint patrick is said to have used the shamrock a three-leaf plant when he was pontificating in Ireland. And St. Patrick's Day in Ireland is a national day. It's almost like they're July 4th, yeah, really. They're exactly. Independence Day, but it's not Independence Day. But really, when you look around the world, Samadier Dave, whether it is in Argentina, Canada, which has the longest running and largest St. Patty's Day parade, not in Toronto. Oh, that's amazing. In Montreal. Wow. In Montreal. The French. That's right. Man, who, who would have thought? In Great have Britain, uh, Japan, Russia, Malaysia, Switzerland, and of course here in the United States, it is really an unofficial American holiday mm-hmm. where people enjoy the eating, the drinking, uh, parades. Many cities have parades. We think of Boston. We think of certainly New York. Sure, New York. Uh, I don't even. I don't think we have one in the cigar city of Tampa. No. But they do have something in Ybor City. So I think they do have somewhat of an Irish parade uh, here in Tampa. But no matter what, it's just a day of celebration. And Samadier Dave, you have brought three of the most 
popular Irish whiskeys mm-hmm. that are sold today. And before we get into the specific Tullamore dues, when we come back, I want to talk specifically about Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. How does it differ from Scotch whiskey, Correct. from American whiskeys? And we'll talk about the massive explosive growth of Irish whiskey. And when I first sampled Irish whiskeys with you a number of years ago, I pinpointed why I thought it was going to grow, and it is indeed correct, and we will continue to talk about that as we celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Front and center today from Panini's in the Cigar City of Tampa. We're out and about. We're getting ready for our St. Patty's Day celebration. We've got the whole patio. We've got corned beef and cabbage. We've got all the accoutrements as we celebrate St. Patrick's Day front and center. The General is now on Instagram. Follow him for pictures of the latest cigars, libations, and what he's enjoying during the show. (laughs) That could be interesting, and we'll have to block out some faces. Go to Instagram and search Cigar Dave. In 1964, José O. Padrón began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padrón cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padrón controlling all aspects of the cigar-making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Wow, the new Super Lee Hero from Rocky Patel. That's right. This seed took years of development. This is a new varietal from Costa Rica. Years of planning, years of research, and working with the Placencia family, we have a seed called the Super Ligero. That's the magic in this new cigar. This cigar has a unique wrapper from St. Augustine from the mountains of Honduras. That's right, Nemesh, and that's why this cigar is so special, because it has a character that is very, very different than all of the cigars. In fact, whether you're a novice, amateur, 
professional, full body smoker, you're gonna love this cigar. Because this character with the Super Ligero and the St. Augustine wrapper just delivers a lot of unique flavors that everyone's gonna enjoy. Look for it in your local retailers coming this October. Got any Irish in you? It's St. Patrick's Day Aaron Gobra tasting maneuvers with your five-star general, Cigar Dave. St. Patrick's Day, we celebrate front and center here on the Cigar Dave Show, as I mentioned in the opening segment. We never need an excuse to celebrate and enjoy the alpha male good life. Rejoining me front and center is Samadier Dave, along with mixologist Jenna. All right, Samadier Dave, Irish whiskey. The word whiskey is the Anglicization of usabitha, mm-hmm. which is a phrase from the Godelic branch of languages, Irish, Scottish, Gaelic, and Manx. I've heard of Spanx, but never Manx, <laughs> meaning water of life. Water of life. Now, most Irish whiskeys are distilled thrice, three times. Correct. Whereas most Scotch whiskeys are distilled twice. So let's talk about the difference between Irish whiskey, Scotch whiskey, and American whiskeys. You had just mentioned it right there. The main thing, other than the way they uh, un- malt the barley, is it's distilled three times. It makes it smoother to begin with. When they take the initial barley, they don't malt it where the scotch do. They take it, germinate it, malt it, it sprouts, they mash it, and then it is then distilled into the whiskey, which will give it a nice peaty flavor and all those different aromas to go with the the malting. But this is unmalted, and it's distilled three times, a lot smoother. If you compare the two, you know, it's like night and day with most of them. And when we look at scotch, uh, they use a different malt, correct? Sure. And in the United States, American whiskey, primarily corn. Correct. A lot of it's corn because of the flavor profile and the cheapness of it being in America. There's corn, a plethora of it everywhere. Right. And also, it was the Native American, we call it the Native American spirit. Because corn was here, we didn't have all the other barleys and the grains. Now, what is also interesting is that Irish whiskey... Does rarely does not use peat, so right. you don't have a lot of that um, that smokiness, that those smoky iodine. overtones. Correct. Right. So yeah. that's why it's a lot smoother than Scotch whiskey in Correct. many cases. And that's what makes the Scotch whiskey consumer unique because they love those flavors. They love that smoke. They it, with a cigar, it is just perfect for them to have it, and it blends in real well. Now, additionally, Sommelier Dave, Irish whiskey is has had the f- highest growth rate. Every year since 1990 of any yes. spirit. Yes. At one time, Irish whiskey was the leading whiskey in the world for a long time. Way before Scotland ever came along the market with their whiskeys. It had some issues or problems, so it went almost into distinction. There was very few distilleries. Now they're starting to come back. And as you said, since the 90s now, their growth is phenomenal. I see it as one of the best whiskeys on the market right now. Irish whiskey was once the most popular spirit in the mm-hmm. world, but starting in the late 19th century, it de- went into decline. It declined. I was told a story. It was about a strike. The uh, distillers went on strike, and they weren't producing the whiskey. Well, the Scots, you know, being entrepreneurs, said, we make whiskey. And they went to the market with their Scottish whiskey. It took years for the strike to actually end. I heard that was one of the stories, what happened to it. Interesting. At one time, 
There are 105 distilleries in Ireland. Yes. There's only seven in current seven. operation, no. of which four have been operating long enough to have whiskey aged sufficiently for current sale on the market. Correct. The whiskey we're going to try tonight, Tullamore Dew, they just opened that distillery this year. That is a new, but they had a, over, an original distillery which still had the aged whiskeys. Correct. Excellent. So when we talk about Irish whiskey, some legal definitions. It must be distilled and aged on the island of Ireland. That is either in the Republic of Ireland or Northern Ireland. The contained spirits must be distilled to an alcohol by volume level of less than 94.8% from a yeast-fermented mash of cereal grains. In such a way that the distillate has an aroma and flavor derived from the material used, the product must be aged for at least three years in wooden casks, not exceeding 185 U.S. gallons. And if the spirit comprised a blend of two or more such distillates, the product is referred to as blended Irish whiskey instead of a single malt. Correct. So if you think about it, when you're just buying any Irish whiskeys, it's a three-year-old already. So it's smooth. It's got a lot of flavor profile. It's used in wood, whether it's uh, bourbon barrels, whatever they're using. It, you're going to get a really nice product to begin with. You know, when we talk about, uh, we're, we're going to be sampling Tullamore Dew, but there's another very popular whiskey, Irish whiskey, Bushmills. Bushmills yes. on the very northern part of Ireland, whereas Tullamore Distillery is more towards the center of the country. It's Tullamore is the actual city. That's The distillery was created at the distillery. The current ownership, D.E.W., Dewey Williams, he's the one that resurrected it in the 1860s. They are a big producer. A lot of people have given them their recipes, and Middleton produces a lot of whiskey, Irish whiskey for them. Now, Samani Dave, we're looking here at Tullamore Dew, and I noticed mm-hmm. that we have three different Tullamore Dews. First, we're going to start off the Tullamore Dew. Just Irish special, whiskey. Yeah, regular Irish whiskey. Right. Then we're going to go into the single malt, which is aged 10 years, and then in the special reserve, 12 years. 12 so it's years. very similar to Scotch whiskey in that we can have either a single malt, meaning mm-hmm. from it's not blended from multiple different types grains, of whiskey, correct. multiple grains. Uh, and same thing with the aging. Even though it's a minimum of three years, just like American whiskey mm-hmm. and Scotch whiskey, 10 years, 12 years. And I would assume that the longer it is aged in the barrel, the more fuller, the more of the wood content it's going to contain. Sure, you're going to get wood those flavors. vanilla notes and things like that. A little bit of hazelnut, maybe some cinnamon on it, but it'll be real smooth. The longer it sits in the barrel, the smoother it gets. Samadier Dave, you have brought a special guest, a new mixologist joining the Cigar Dave Show ranks. I will let you introduce her, and she has come up with a nice list of libationary concoctions featuring Irish whiskey today. General, in my hunt to find the perfect mixologist for you, I came upon Jenna. She is done up in a very nice green uh, floral arrangement here. And uh, Jenna, why don't you tell us what we have today, what we're going to enjoy. Of course, we've got some great cocktails going on today. So the first one I'll be making today is the Emerald. Then we'll be moving on to the Blarney Stone, the Cork Cocktail, uh, which is a Cork Country Bubble. A Cork I- Country Bubble. Oh, yeah, it's going to be delicious. We've got a little champagne in there to spice ah, it up. Ah, <laughs> Dave. You know, I was just thinking, Somadier Dave. Just to interrupt to you for one in. second, Mixologist Jenna. It seems like it was just a few weeks ago. <laughs> we were out We here. were here in Panini's <laughs> in the Cigar City taping our sh- a champagne and sparkling yeah, we wine were. New Year's show. It was great. I we can't had a good believe time. it's March already. 
Mid-March. We're looking at Cinco de Mayo's coming up around the corner, too. It's amazing how fast it's going. That's another one. All right, so we've got the Cork Country Bubble, which will contain a little bit of champagne and sparkling wine. wine. All right, mixologist Jenna. Then next we'll have the Irish Coffee Cocktail. And a after-dinner delight. And after finishing off, delight. I know it makes you want to sing. Well, uh, the harem is my after-dinner delight. <laughs> they take care of that. We had to work that one in for you, General. <laughs> and then we'll finish things off with a highball. An Irish highball. Yeah, Irish highball. All right. Going. Beautiful. So the emerald, the Blarney stone, the cork country bubble, the Irish coffee after-dinner delights, and the Irish... Highball. Mixologist Jenna, you are going to be very busy today here uh, front and center uh, for our St. Patrick's Day maneuver. So, my dear Dave, now, when we look at Irish whiskeys, definitely a little bit tamer, as we said, because not as much peat. But give us some other characteristics before we start getting into the tasting profiles of the Tullamore Dews that you brought today. You know, one thing a lot of the whiskeys have do the fact that they are longer aged in the barrel. But like I said earlier, some of your spices, which would be cinnamon, nutmeg, that'll stand out with it also. And of course, anytime you put anything in a barrel, you get vanilla, which is real nice. The thing with Irish whiskeys, in time, the American whiskeys have done a phenomenal job as the scotch advertising themselves irish whiskeys as you noted there was wasn't that many of them being made so it just took time for them to start to get their legs now here in the next what three four years you looked at it what the growth is supposed to be further down the road it's going to be more and more irish whiskeys it's if you don't know anything about whiskey and you don't want to embarrass yourself take an Irish whiskey, you can't go wrong. And when you think of the big three, you've got Tullamore Dew, mm-hmm. Bushmills, Jameson. Jameson's. Those are the real, it's not sure. like uh, Scotch whiskey where there's two, three hundred different names. Same thing with American whiskeys. When you think about it, you got primarily three three big names. But a lot of people recognize some of the other ones, whether it's Patties, Powers, Red Breast, the Irishman. There's a lot of different uh, Irish whiskeys currently out there in a lot of the retail environments and in the restaurant environments. So, my dear Dave, you had me at Redbreast. <laughs> Very good. Well, we will get ready when we come back. We'll conduct the National Cigar Litation Ceremony. We have a cigar with somewhat of an Irish twist, which we will explain. We'll be getting into sampling our Tullamore Dew Irish whiskeys, and then mixologist Jenna will be front and center with some of her libationary concoctions. It is St. Patrick's Day celebratory maneuvers and Irish whiskey tasting maneuvers. Front and center here on the Cigar Dave Show. The countdown to St. Patrick's Day has begun. Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is E.P. Carrillo Cabinet. This beautiful cigar quickly sold out their original production created for the European market. Now available in the U.S., the E.P. Carrillo Cabinet is a medium body cigar with a gorgeous Ecuadorian Habano Corojo 99 wrapper. Not a member of the Officers Club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. The new Romeo Inejo by Romeo y Julieta is crafted with a passion grown through time. Its double-fermented 2008 vintage tobaccos find their perfect companion with a stock-cut dark Connecticut wrapper. Together, they're aged in unique cedar cojones for a bold, sophisticated experience featuring notes of coffee and dark chocolate. 
Experience the timeless passion of the Romeo and Yeho today at your local tobacconist. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. Get ready to celebrate the good life with the Monte Cristo Social Club Roadshow, coming soon to a city near you. Enjoy world-class premium cigar brands like Monte Cristo, Romeo y Julieta, and H. Upman. Sip on delicious drinks and savor fine foods. You'll also hear an exclusive lecture about crafting premium cigars from the first seeds to hand-rolled masterpieces. Visit montecristosocialclub.com slash roadshow for more information and to reserve your tickets to join in the festivities. Surgeon General's warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, St. Patrick's Day is associated with the color green, wearing of the green. So I tried to find a cigar that had some sort of green significance. And while the cigar that I've selected has nothing to do with Ireland or the Irish per se, the box it comes in is green. I'm speaking of the Ache Upman, the banker. The H. Upman, the banker, we launched in Charlotte last June. The box is a magnificent-looking green. Why? Because green is the color of American money. And Herman and Carl Upman were German bankers who traveled to Cuba in 1844. And instead of giving out toasters and giving out uh, other assorted items, they decided they would give out cigars. So they created the H. Upman brand of cigars. And the Banker by H. Upman pays tribute to Carl and Herman Upman. It is a beautiful-looking box, a lacquered green box. Comes in three sizes. I pulled out the double Corona. It uses a very nice, deep, rich, dark Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. The binder is Nicaraguan. The filler is Nicaraguan and Dominican. This is a medium to full-flavored cigar. It comes in three sizes. The currency, which is a five and a half by 48 Robusto. The annuity, all have banker-related names, financial-related names, a six by 52 Toro. And the arbitrage, which is a double Corona, seven inches in length with a 56 ring gauge. That is what I am pulling out now. Suggested retail is in the $8 category. And as I take it out of the cellophane sleeve, it's got a secondary parchment on the bottom with a secondary band. It is a just a magnificent-looking uh, cigar, beautiful presentation. And that's what I will enjoy today, the H. Upman, the banker, a great cigar, but also a green box and a green band, close enough for St. Patty's Day celebratory maneuvers. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening, double-edged stainless steel, ready to go. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, I've got this gigantic 
Cigar Dave special lock and load. Big tank, big jet flame flies out about four feet. All right, now I've got my self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine that I will use to cut the end of my cigar. I will gently toast the foot. Very nice flame. Big cigar. Samadhi Dave, you are about to conduct litation yourself, and you will notice this is a giant cigar. It's seven inches in length with a 56 ring gauge. I've got the wrapper properly toasted. I will puff and rotate. Right draw. Mm. Mm. Very smooth. Medium to full, but nice flavors. Mm. Looks great. Oh, yeah. It is great. Mm. I can't wait. Mm. Smarty Dave, I'm passing Beautiful. you the torch. Thank you. All right, my H. Upman Arbitrage Double Corona is lit. And now I need something to accompany it. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, Samadier Dave, I will say cheers. And why don't you tell us the That's first funny. libation that I will be enjoying from Tullamordu. We are just having the basic three-year-old age Tullamordu whiskey, which is going to give you a really nice floral biscuit flavor. Soft, spicy notes attributed to Potsdam whiskey that it is. You should get a little bit of uh, just vanilla on the taste. You're going to get some really nice sherry and bourbon flavors because that's what it was aged in. And it also should throw you a little bit of marzipan, you know, ball marzipan. What is marzipan? It's a flavor that, I'm sorry, I'm loving this cigar. This is really nice. It's a uh, food that you cook with. Definitely, It has of, vanilla, hazelnut overtones to it. I will take your word for it, since I've never cooked with marzipan. Mm-hmm. I've never seen marzipan, but I will take your word the for French it. The French use it. Blah. Well, that's why I don't use it. The French. If the French use it, I I'm forgot. not going anywhere near it. I should have brought it up. Yeah, put, put something French <laughs> in, 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 in uh, an ingredient in your food. You're going to want to retreat and surrender. Uh, now, this I'm just noticing the notes on my nose here. It is very smooth, very. almost a little bit of honey. Mm-hmm. You do notes, get a little bit. Def, definitely some uh, vanilla. Note, notes of sweetness. I will say cheers. Cheers. I will. Oops, let me get a other glass here. Here we go. And I will take a sip here. Hmm. Oh, Samadier Dave. It's smooth as can be. Very smooth on the way down. On the CDWF, the Cigar Dave Warm Factor, it's not a ton of warmth. But you, yeah. you notice it at the back as it goes down. Sure. I would say it's about a six. Mm-hmm. But the smoothness, the, is it the triple fermentation? Yeah, that's what it does. It, And that's drinking it neat. That's without mm. any accoutrements or anything oh. with it. Beautiful. It's on the medium-bodied side, which is a perfect accompaniment to my medium to full this body. cigar is just wonderful. H. Shutman, the banker. Yeah, oh very goodness. nice. It's a big cigar, too. Yeah, it is. Very nice. A lot of flavor to it. Now, Troy, Dave, tell me. On the Tullamore the basic Irish whiskey, mm-hmm. this is their triple fermented suggested retail. You're looking at anywhere from uh, 22 to 25, probably closer to 20 this time of year. They'll discount them down in the market, but on an everyday around $22. Now, what percentage of increase in Irish whiskey sales do you see? I know that with champagne and sparkling wine in December, we see a big spike. Is it the same thing with Irish whiskey? Unfortunately, and it's only due to the fact that the retailers who I deal with a lot, and even a lot of your restaurateurs or your uh, clubs, they perceive Irish whiskey selling 
this time of year, just like they perceive champagne, sparkling wine selling in December, to where if they would promote it and advertise it and put it on the floor where people could see it, it would sell more year-round. Right now, our sales are probably 40% increased over last year on Irish whiskeys. Now, what's interesting is I think there's also a lack of knowledge among, not, of course, mixologist Jenna, <coughs> excuse me, but there's, <coughs> pardon me, I think many mixologists may not be as familiar with right. Irish whiskey sure. as, say, Scotch whiskey or American whiskey, so they therefore tend not to recommend them. Sure. But for the people that have tried them, they very much gravitate towards it. What happens is when someone goes into the club or into the bar, they're used to someone coming up and asking for a particular year of scotch, whether it's a 10-year-old, a 12-year-old, a 21-year-old, whatever it is. When they're making cocktails with different whiskeys, they're using a lot of the new age whiskeys, which are coming from the United States, whether they're from Utah, whether they're from Florida, wherever they're being distilled. Irish whiskeys unfortunately, are fighting for their lives. And other than Jameson's, which has a lot of notoriety and a lot of promotion because of the supplier that it comes from, other ones are piggybacking on it. But if someone tastes this like you did, people are going to drink more and more Irish whiskeys. Well, you know, what's interesting is I, I took the sip of my Tullamore Dew, and I'm going to take another sip, is the fact that neat. This is extremely smooth. Yeah, it I mean, is. This is not, um, this isn't in any way, shape, or form overly harsh. There's no, no smokiness. Now, if you have a Johnny Walker double black, that is extremely <laughs> peaty and extremely sure. smoky. And it's not for everybody. This is certainly highly different. This is this, very pleasant. This would be something. There's a lot of weddings that will be going on coming up in the summertime. A lot of people like to do a shot of whiskey as a toast. This would be the perfect whiskey to toast on. I'll tell you what, you could also mix this very nicely sure. with water it down just a little mm-hmm. bit, a little splash of water, maybe a couple of rocks. Mm-hmm. You're good to go. Now, mixologist Jenna, why don't we fire up the first libationary concoction that you have devised? It is called the emerald. So what is in the emerald? So the emerald is going to be the Tulu. cannot speak today. Tulamordu. You're catching me. Jeez. The Tulamordu. And then it's going to have some sweet vermouth as well as some orange bitters in there. So Tullamore Dew, some sweet vermouth, and orange bitters. What, Very what simple. Other, what other concoctions mm-hmm. use vermouth? A martini? Sure. Uh, Manhattan. Manhattan. closer Manhattan's. to Manhattan. Well, closer to Manhattan. Right. Uh, uh, Blanco you would make a martini out of. Blanco vermouth. Red ber- vermouth you would make Manhattans out of. Sure. Beautiful. So mixologist Jenna? If you would be kind enough to go ahead and mix away, or have you done that already? I've already stepped ahead. You are ahead. You're, you're ahead of the game. <laughs> She's on top is this of it, it right here? It is. All right. Sommelier Dave, I will say cheers. Take a sip. Wow. That even looks like a Manhattan. It does. Because of the red vermouth. Got a little bit of red, but it's mm-hmm. very smooth. That little bit of orange bitters are unique. Mm. If you think of bitters with all that is consumed, whether it's through a Jägermeister or something like that, there's a lot of bitters consumed bitters but there's no bitterness to it no. there's a slight sweetness <laughs> to it the orange and no bite to it whatsoever right this is the kind of libation james will love oh yeah and even for men that don't want anything overly rich and full or if Correct. you have a cigar that maybe you want to tame the irish whiskey down a little bit mm-hmm. this emerald is fantastic and i should note lieutenants that every one of the recipes that mixologist jenna 
will be making today will be available via CigarDave.com. So we will have all that, and, of course, we'll put uh, links via Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and any other social media. Sergeant Steve, am I forgetting any other social media? Do we have them all covered? Google Plus. Thank you. Google Plus. Okay. Pretty soon we're going to need – have you ever seen when people go up and uh, – Yes. You know, like they want to thank on the Academy Awards yes. and like a 25-page, 25-foot-long scroll of paper comes down. It's the same thing. But I'll stay – we'll stick with the big three. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And all – you can follow us. Go to CigarDave.com. It's all right there. By the way, lieutenants, I should tell you about the Officers Club selections, which have been absolutely fantastic. In February – you enjoyed the CAO Columbia. In fact, I spoke with Lieutenant Gary in uh, the Western New York Theater of Operations. They had a big fundraiser last week for one of the uh, cancer institutes up in Western New York. He raised now, Samadhi, Dave, I want you to just think about this for a second. Lieutenant Gary and his wife, Mrs. Harem of One, decided that they wanted to support a cancer charity in the Western New York Theater of Operations. So they came up with an idea to host at their home a poker night. Now, no government involved, didn't Mm -hmm. need any government agency telling them what to do, and it has grown every year. They had 90 participants this year. Everybody received a a complimentary cigars. We sent up our February Officers Club selection of CAO Columbia's. There was great delicacies, great libations, people played poker, a silent auction, 90 people, so really 45 couples that were there. The report came in. They raised ten thousand dollars. Oh my goodness! Now that's Great just for that's just Lieutenant Gary and his wife putting that together and opening up their home. And so, congratulations to them. Kudos to him. And when you think about it, uh, Samadhi Dave, you know the cigar connoisseurs, alpha males, the most generous, the first they to are. open up their they pockets. Really are. And in fact, uh, you know, talking about uh, being generous, Dan O'Connor of mm-hmm. uh, Premier Beverage, who was instrumental uh, in, uh, in in helping. Um, Brown Foreman come in with Woodford Reserve, and they went out of their way for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at the Hard Rock. Had lunch with him a few weeks ago, and he said, "Uh, General, by the way, before we got started, he goes, something very important. I want to make sure I reserve the big tent because we want to do something with McDill Air Force Base as a company. So, And again, those are alpha males, cigar Mm -hmm. connoisseurs, libationary connoisseurs that just do it because... They want to do it, and it's the exactly. right thing to do. Exactly. They're being proactive. They're part of the solution, not part of the pollution out there. Exactly right. And, again, no government institutions. It was just people getting together. And it's amazing what happens when people it's just – Government. Huh? They, right. No government. It just exactly. worked. Yeah. Everybody had a great time. Everybody opened their wallets, so it was a wonderful thing. So the CAO Columbia, the February 2015 selection, and the selection for March will be the La Gloria Cubana cabinet a beautiful cigar not the la gloria cubana i'm thinking about uh, ernesto perez Carrillo when he was at the uh, uh, uh la gloria but the uh, epc cabinet selection will be our march officers club selection and it is a magnificent cigar uses a beautiful ecuadorian habano wrapper it is medium to full it is just a beautiful-looking cigar. I mean, when you look at this cigar, you almost want to eat this thing. It's that beautiful. But a nice medium to full-bodied cigar, Nicaraguan binder, filler tobaccos from the Dominican. When you think about Ernesto Perez Carrillo, he was the original boutique cigar manufacturer when he was at uh, El Credito, La Gloria Cubana, down in Miami. They call him the godfather of boutique cigars. Great guy. And uh, the E.P. Carrillo cabinet our March Officers Club selection, which will be going out this coming week. Lieutenants, when we come back, we will sample up the next 
Irish whiskey, and we'll get mixologist Jenna working on the Blarney Stone as St. Patrick's Day celebratory maneuvers continue front and center on the Cigar Dave Show. Get the latest cigars, hand-picked by the General, each month, delivered straight to your door. When you join the Cigar Dave Officers Club for just $22.95 a month, you'll receive three premium cigars in a customized Ziploc Cigar Dave pouch. To join, go to CigarDave.com. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up the Banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And the Banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper. The Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit royalgoldcigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Dave is going green. No, not in the pink Okami tree-hugging type way. It's St. Patrick's Day Aaron Gobra tasting maneuvers on the Cigar Dave Show. I don't believe in recycling. No way would I go green, <laughs> except on St. Patrick's Day. In fact, every time people come to the Pleasure Palace, they go, don't you, don't you recycle? I'm like, I've called the city three times for recycle bin. They haven't brought it. So, no, I don't wow. recycle. So... I don't Al, live Al in Gore, that area Al either. Gore, I'm sure right now is not a happy, not a happy environmentalist. He's all too bad. quiet. You don't hear much about him. Actually, uh, earlier this week, I caught for just about five minutes the uh, big Apple. They had their uh, right. announcement for yeah. the watch and a sure. new comp- uh, MacBook, and I think some uh, new apps, some health apps for the iPhone. And they showed a shot of the front row, and it was Bob Iger, who's the chairman of Disney, big shareholder. Right. 
uh, or I think Apple's a big share. One of the two. I can't remember. He was friends with Steve Jobs. And next to him, Al Gore. No way. Al Gore was there looking like a like a a, a rock on a on a log. So that brought that up. But in any event. All right. Speaking of green Irish whiskey. Now, speaking of Ireland, the Blarney Stone and mixologist Jenna, you are going to concoct for us a libation called the Blarney Stone. What is the Blarney Stone? I am. I'm go- well, the drink or the actual No, just landmark. the drink. No, just the drink. Drink alone is good. That's good for me. So the Blarney Stone is going to keep up with our Tullamore Dew. Then we're going to be adding a little bit of lime juice, shaking that together, and then we're going to be pouring it over some ginger beer, which is my favorite thing ever. So ginger beer, mm-hmm. lime mm-hmm. juice, and Tullamore Dew. Now, are we using the regular Tullamore Dew? Yes, we, we are. are. Beautiful. All right, mixologist Jenna, go ahead and tell us what you're putting in. So right now I've already mixed together some of our Irish whiskey and our lime juice that I freshly squeezed in there. I'm just going to shake it. You actually bought the lemons and you squeezed it. I know because I got a seed that came flying toward me. I tried not to catch it. Sorry about that. Nothing but the best for you, General. There you go. Exactly. So you just mix it all together and you pour it over ice. We're going to pour right over the ice. Now I notice how you're straining that a little bit. Very interesting. Very well, professional. We keep it a little special here. <laughs> there you go. And now a little ginger beer. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Now, Samani, Dave, what is ginger beer? It's a malt. It's ginger, ginger root that they distill and ferment like beer. Oh, like beer. So it yeah. is an alcoholic yes. type thing. It's got the little sure. lime wedge. Yeah. Very nice. Samani, Dave, I will say cheers to you. Very nice. Take a sip here. Enjoy it. Mm, just, I'm getting the lemon real bad here on the nose. Hmm. Oh, very lemony without mm-hmm. the tang of lemonade. Correct. But subtle. You can't really taste the Irish whiskey. Thank it's you. there, exactly. but it's hidden. And that's how a lot of your beverages should be. Mm-hmm. They should be the blend of all the flavors, not one standing out over the other. This is Irish sangria. Mm-hmm. That's what it really is. This would be great spring, wow. summer. In great. fact, I think for some of our live pleasure fest, we're going to have to concoct a uh, Blarney Stone, because that mm-hmm. is smooth. One more time, mixologist Jenna, what's in here? So in there right now, we have the Tulula Moore Dew. Mm-hmm. We have some fresh-squeezed limes and some ginger beer. So pretty simple ingredients, really tasty. It is very refreshing yeah. over it ice. Is. So, Monty, Dave, while we were here in the Cigar City, I didn't get a chance to get to this uh, last week, but a big announcement from Davidoff of Geneva, which is headquartered in mm-hmm. the Cigar City, Tampa Bay area. Uh, as well as uh, a joint announcement with Jeff and Tanya Borshowitz of Corona Cigar Company, which I uh, visited many a time. And uh, Jeff uh, and Tanya are longtime friends. They are partnering up with Davidoff of Geneva. They're opening the largest ever Davidoff store. It's going to be their flagship store right in their home area here of the Cigar City, entitled Davidoff of Geneva since 1911. It will open later this year in the MetWest Center which is uh, a, a retail area that's got uh, four different restaurants. It's right across from International Mall, right in the West Shore Correct. Airport area of Great the Cigar area. City. 5,000 square feet, wow. multiple lounges, indoor and out, private lockers, full-service bar with premium libations. They're going to have a full line of Davidoffs. And not only that, I spoke to uh, Rich Krudick, the brand manager of Davidoff, and he said, we're going to have not only a ton of Davidoff product and Camacho and uh, Avo and Zeno and Griffin, 
But he said, we are also going to have some other manufacturers. There will be Padron and Fuente and J.C. Newman, the Diamond Crown. So that's going to be a great store. And Jeff uh, Borshowitz and Tanya, probably amongst the top operators of cigar retail establishments in the country. Jeff, a longtime friend. In fact, he's actually in the process of growing Florida sun-grown cigar tobacco. He's got a farm, and we're actually going to do a show uh, probably in April or May once they uh, start planning. So that is going to open up later this year. They also announced that earlier I mentioned in Atlanta, and they've got some other stores in addition to their New York flagship stores and Las Vegas. So those of you that are living in the Cigar City and visiting the Davidoff of Geneva since 1911 flagship store right in Davidoff's hometown, the Cigar City of Tampa, opening up later this year. And Jeff Borshowitz promised me, he's a general, you have Locker 1A. First oh, Locker. Sweet. Yes, and it's going to be one of the larger lockers, as you would, of course, exactly. assume. Sure. Absolutely. All right, so St. Patty's Day maneuvers continue. We're coming to you today from Panini's North Tampa. Good friends uh, Debbie and the rest of the crew here. Very, very accommodating as we get ready for our number two of St. Patty's Day celebratory maneuvers. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This is CCRN. The Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Tuesday is one of my favorite days of the year. Am I Irish? No. Are most people in the United States Irish? No. However, on St. Patrick's Day, everybody becomes Irish. Everybody in this country, or I'd say most everyone, doesn't need a reason to enjoy celebratory maneuvers. It is a day where everyone enjoys corned beef and cabbage, even pita. A day where green beer is poured in large quantities. A day where Irish whiskey is served and a day across this nation in which parades take place in cities coast to coast to celebrate the patron saint, St. Patrick. You do not have to be Catholic. You do not have to be Irish because now St. Patrick's Day has become much larger. It has become a day to celebrate and have one giant great party where not a lot of productivity happens in the office as everyone's out to lunch celebrating. Welcome back to our number two of the Cigar Dave Show. It is our St. Patrick's Day Celebratory Maneuver Edition, where we are sampling some great Irish whiskeys, enjoying some fantastic Irish libations. Rejoining us front and center is Somalier Dave, or as we refer today, Somalier O'Dave, and we've got mixologist Jenna, or mixologist O'Jen, and she's wearing... Mm-hmm. Her green little dress with little 
gifts. Leprechauns are printed right on the, the yes, bottom of the dress. Are. Very, very St. Patrick's Day, I might add. And, in fact, even the lime she's using today are green. Go figure that. <laughs> Hard to believe. Sommelier Dave, we will uh, get back to we tasted the Tullamore Dew original triple fermented or triple distilled Irish whiskey. We mm-hmm. still have two more to try. We've got some Jameson's, another popular Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. And in the first hour, mixologist Jenna started off with a libationary concoction called the Emerald, which was very nice, and the Blarney Stone, which I call Irish Sangria. It was smooth, very cool, very refreshing. In fact, that is a magnificent libation to enjoy in the hotter summer months. And it's hard to believe, for those of our lieutenants listening in the Northeast and Midwest, (laughs) I'm telling you, Spring and summer are coming. The snow eventually will melt. It may be July till it's all gone, but it will melt. It's right around the corner. Exactly. And the and the uh, uh, Blarney Stone would be a wonderful concoction. Before we talk St. Patrick's Day one more time here, lieutenants, I do want to bring up a uh, some items relative to Cuban cigars. We've spent a disproportionate of time uh, amount of time discussing Cuban cigars over the last number of months since President Barack Obama decided to open up diplomatic relations with Cuba. You all know how I feel about that. You know how I feel about the Castros. There is no secret. This past uh, week was the 80th Habanos Festival, the seventh, correction, 80th anniversary of Monte Cristo, which they uh, honored at the Habanos Festival, the 17th annual Habanos Festival called Festival del Habano. And uh, a week ago Friday closed with a very gala dinner celebration one of the big convention spaces in Havana, and they raised $740,000 auctioning six custom-made humidors to support the Cuban public health system. Now, the only one that probably states that the Cuban public health system is fantastic is Michael Moore. I know of no foreign dignitaries. Well, with the exception, I should say there's one exception, and that was uh, Hugo Chavez, who ended up uh, going to Cuba to get treatment. But when the Cuban doctors screwed everything up, they ended up bringing in some Spanish doctors, and that's who treats Castro, Fidel Castro. Not the Cuban doctors, the Spanish doctors. But I know of no CEO, head of state, that wants to fly to Cuba to get medical care. So I find it rather interesting. They, they raised a lot of money for that. Over 1,000 people attended, and one of the people that attended – Paris Hilton. Now, when you talk about Paris Hilton, I will give her this. The woman knows how to generate income. What she does, I have no idea. Essentially, just for being called Paris Hilton, she generates millions and millions of dollars. But she is really an embarrassment to this country. I will assure you, she has no. She was there for a number of days, tweeted out pictures and Instagrams of uh, had pictures on Instagram showing what a great time she had in Havana, how great it was. I wonder if she put any pictures of any of the political prisoners that are being held in jails in terrible conditions down in Cuba. I wonder if she posted any of those. I don't think she even knows the government situation there. And for her to go and become a propaganda tool of the Cuban government is almost outrageous. And since she has no shame, I'd say she she should be ashamed of herself. But she basically has no shame. No. And I'm sure she was compensated. There is no doubt in my mind to appear. But as far as I'm concerned, principle overtakes money. Sure. And when there are people that are being brutally treated, citizens that are being treated terribly, it is outrageous for an American, any American with one one-millionth of a brain cell. The problem is she doesn't even have one one-millionth of a brain cell. So she was there 
laughing it up, yucking it up, having a great time. Uh, Fidel Castro Diaz Balart, Fidel Castro's son, who kind of looks like him, uh, was in attendance. Great picture, smiling. Everything is great. But one thing that didn't that I did take note of, which I I found rather amusing, Jorge Luis Fernandez Manique, the vice president of Habanos, which is the Cuban cigar monopoly, made a statement saying that when the Cuban cigar uh, or Cuban embargo is lifted in the United States that immediately upon lifting the embargo, the Habanos, the Cuban cigars, would achieve a 25 to 30% market share in the United States right off the bat. Now, assuming there are 300 million premium cigars sold in this country, and I think that's a very realistic figure, anywhere between people say 290, 300, 320, let's just average it out and call it 300 million, and I think we're probably right on the mark for premium hand-rolled cigars. That would assume that they would capture probably 80 to 90 million cigars right off the bat. Here's one thing. Cuba currently produces approximately 100 million cigars a year, maybe 110 million cigars a year. So how are they going to capture that market? Are they going to cut off everybody in Europe and in Asia and around the country and around the world? I don't think so. And here's what's even more of an outrageous statement. Mr. Uh, the, the vice president, uh, let me get his name one more time here so I, I do have it correct. Jorge, Jorge Luis Fernandez Marique stated 25 to 30% right off the bat, and within a few years, a 70% market share of premium cigars. He is saying that they will capture 210 million cigars out of 300 million sold in the United States. Do not believe that for a second. Do I believe there will be another cigar renaissance if the embargo is lifted? Yes. Will people sample Cuban cigars? Yes. But you have to remember one thing. The average Cuban cigar price for a Cohiba, a Monte Cristo, a Romeo is $10, $12 all the way up to $30, $35. Do I see the American marketplace jumping to spend $20, $30 on those cigars? No. We look at Padrones or Fuente Fuente Opus X or Monte Cristos or Diamond Crowns, cigars that are super premium, $12, $14, $20, $30. a good amount of a large segment of the consumer base that do enjoy those cigars. But the overwhelming majority buy cigars in the 6 to $8, $9 price category. So no way do I see them capturing 70%. They are in fantasy land. I don't know what they put in their premium hand-rolled cigars in Cuba, but whatever Mr. Manique is smoking is certainly giving him an altered view, a delusional view of where Cuban cigars will rate here in the United States. What will happen, lieutenants, is this. People will run, they will clamor to go try Cuban cigars. Many people will find they enjoy certain Cuban cigars, but at the same time, they will find that the price paid relative to the value is not as good of a value proposition and quality proposition as their Dominican, Honduran, and Nicaraguan cigars. Are people going to stop smoking Padrones, Diamond Crowns, Monte Cristos, Romeo y Julietas, Perdomos, Rocky Patels, Puros Indios? The answer is no. They will still continue to smoke those cigars. What I see happening is what happened to Coors Beer. 20 years ago, you couldn't get Coors Beer east of the Mississippi. Correct. Right, it really was east of the Mississippi. You get it in the west, primarily in the western region. All of a sudden, when Coors was available at every Circle K, 7-Eleven, convenience store and supermarket east of the Mississippi, 
it lost its cachet value. So will people try and sample Cuban cigars? Yes. Will many people enjoy those Cuban cigars? Yes. Will they make it a regular part of their cigar smoking routine? No, because of the price. Not unless Cuba can become price competitive, which I don't see happening. And even then, people will say, look, good cigar, but I really like my Padron 1926. I really like my Perdomo 20th anniversary. I really like my Rocky Patel Connecticut. So there will be a, a renaissance. People will sample them. But in no way, shape, or form do I ever see the Cuban cigar manufacturer Habanos gaining a 70% market share. And I feel very comfortable betting the ranch on it because for them to capture 70% of the U.S. market share would require them to have 210 million cigars available for sale. And you tell me how quality is not going to be affected when they go from making 120, 140 million to making another 200 million cigars. It is simply not going to happen. So it is laughable. And one other little side note it does take an act of Congress in order to overturn the Helms-Burton Cuban embargo. President Obama, by executive action, cannot overturn it. He may try, but he cannot overturn it. It requires both the House and Senate to pass it. Right now, there is not 60 votes in the Senate. I don't think right now there are 45 votes in the Senate to pass it. So for now, I don't see that embargo getting lifted anytime soon. Will it happen? Yes. Will it happen in the next number of years? I don't believe it will. Things can change, but unless we see a regime change in Cuba with democracy, now that would change everything. But until that time, I just don't see Cuba getting a 70% share of the market. So, lieutenants, when the Cuban cigars are around, start sampling. Until then, keep enjoying your Dominican, Honduran, and Nicaraguan cigar. And Samadier Dave, the H. Upman, the banker, we're enjoying made in the Dominican Republic, a beautiful cigar that I would put up against any Cuban today at any price. Wonderful. I'm really enjoying this. And that was very well said, General, what you said about that. Thank you, sir. When we come back, we will get back to St. Patrick's Day celebratory maneuvers. Next up, we'll try the Tullamore Dew single malt. We'll try some Jamesons. And we've got mixologist Jenna ready to go with the Cork Country Bubble Concoction as we continue. Check out the all-new CigarDave.com. Get info on the cigars and libations the general enjoys during the show. Get recipes from the pooch pit and drink cocktails, too. You can listen to the show on our 24-7 stream or download the latest podcast to listen to anytime. Get it all at CigarDave.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. 
the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple cap using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it, I promise you're going to love it. As I walk by the dark side one evening so rare To view the still waters and take the salt air I spied an old fisherman singing a song I'll take me away boys, me time is not long Wrap me up in the oilskin and blankets No more at the docks I'll be seen just tell me, oh shipmates, I'm taking a trip, mates. I'll see you someday in Fiddler's Green. Now Fiddler's Green. Well, this sounds Irish indeed. Ah, oh, yes. Manly, yes, but I like it too. I'm looking for William Wallace. In fact, this morning, Samadhi Dave, I used some Irish spring soap just to get in the proper mood today for St. Patrick's Day. Celebratory maneuvers here today on the Cigar Dave Show. Rejoined. By our good friends, uh, longtime sommelier, resident sommelier. I'm trying to remember how many years sommelier, Dave, 15 years plus. Well, it's got to be about 15 to 16. Something like that. Sommelier Dave Cavanis. We've also got mixologist Jenna. Now, let us try sommelier Dave. Before we go into the Tullamore we are going to go into the Jamesons. Jameson. Jameson, certainly one of the larger produced, uh, yes, uh, distilled it Irish is, whiskeys. It's one of the most well-known. It comes from the Middleton Distillery which was established in 1975. The group Pernod Ricard bought it, and that's who is distributing Jameson's. They've been doing it since 1988. It's down there in the southern part of the Ireland land. And they've been, uh, as you said, this triple fermented. So triple distilled. 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 I always say triple fermented. Triple distilled, which makes it even smoother because Irish whiskey just distilled twice. Correct. So this gives you an additional distillation. And it's unmalted barley, so you don't get smokiness, the peat on it. Excellent. So I will say cheers, and let me take a sip of the Jameson triple distilled. Mm -hmm. 
tasty. Ooh, that's got a little bit more yeah. spice, a little more mm-hmm. zing than the original Tula Mordu. A little warmer or warmer. hotter as it's going down. Much more warm factor, about an sure. eight. Not still not overly peaty, still no. very smooth, a lot of warmth. Uh, again, it's to me, it's got little notes of some maple, little honey, mm-hmm. very smooth, little. Mm, you know, it's more definitely for, warm vanilla. Yeah, it's more for mixing probably yep. with all that flavor in that. For your uh, tulip or dew, you could do neat or as a shot. Somalia Dave, one of the ways that I think is a very unique presentation, if you want to tone down your libation, whether it is an Irish whiskey or Scotch whiskey, and mixologist Ryan uses this over at Edison Correct. Uh, at his uh, uh, establishment here in the Cigar City. He uses a pre-prohibition large, big block cube. It's an ice cube, but it looks like a big block that Correct. sits right at the bottom of the glass. You pour the libation, the whiskey, over that, over that uh, giant block, and it melts very slowly, as opposed to smaller ice cubes that basically you dilute put in, the they dilute it immediately. Yes, This did. is a very slow way of doing it, and I find that to be a very elegant way in mm-hmm. which to, Correct. first of all, present a, instead of using rocks, you use one giant sure. rock. Exactly. And there are, other, there are other ways. There are, I've got uh, a device that I bought, two little plastic trays, and it looks like a giant golf ball. Same <laughs> concept. Beautiful. All right, now let's move over to mixologist Jenna. Let's do the cork country bubble. Sounds good. So this is one we talked about a little before that we're adding a little spice to it by uh, opening up a bottle of champagne to add to it. All right, now remember, there you go. Oh, uh, she's good. Beautiful. You know right how to open it properly. That that uh, cork did not come flying anywhere no. here. Now what is in this mixologist, Jenna? So what we're going to do is we're going to put a little bit of our Irish whiskey into it. But this time we're going to switch it up instead of doing just the regular. We're going to be doing the single malt of the Tallulah Noir Dew. Okay, and we're going to try the 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 single malt when we come back after uh, neat. But the 10-year single malt, tell us a little bit about the flavor complexion, Samadhi, Dave. Well, on the flavor complexion, it's really neat because they're using Oloroso Sherry Cass and Port and Madeira Madeira Cass, and it will give it a little bit of that Christmas cake taste. Christmas cake. Yes, I was waiting for this one to come back. To <laughs> I know birthday cake, but what is Christmas cake? It's a particular cake that's made in the Christmas time. Uh, very good. I'll, 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 take, I'll take phony cakes for 500, Alex, please. <laughs> All right, so mixologist Jenna, we put the Tullamore Dew in first. We did. And next what? we're going to put in a quarter ounce of Galliano. Which is? It's a almond liqueur. Oh, almond liqueur. Okay, yes. very nice. Gives it a nice little flavor to Almond it. Almond liqueur. Okay. When was the last Bobby Wallbanger? Never. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then we put in some fresh squeezed lemon. Nice. So we've got the lemons right there. So so far we've got the Tullamore Dew single malt ten. Mm-hmm. Then we put in a little bit of the Galliano liqueur. A little bit of the lemon. Fresh squeeze lemon juice. Yep, and then we're going to make it even sweeter by adding a little bit of honey to it. A little honey, or we mm-hmm. could probably use some agave. Oh, definitely agave because it's okay. hypoglycemic. Mm-hmm. There you go. So we're going to put in a nice heaping teaspoon of that. Yep. Okay, then what goes in mixologist Jenna? Well, then next we're just going to shake it up. Shake it, baby, shake it. So, so you shake that. I do, and what I like to do is chill my glassware with some ice, and I'll strain it just in case there's any little extra water in it. Use right. that same ice again and pour it right back into that shaker. Okay. 
There you go. Looks good. Now, Jenna, you keep shaking that during the break. Sounds good. Yeah. I got, got, I got, got the arm strength. Four minutes. You keep shaking that. When we come back, I will sample the Cork Country Bubble Libationary Concoction from Exologist Jenna as we continue with St. Patrick's Day celebratory maneuvers from Panini's. I know. It should be old Panini's in the Cigar City. <laughs> The March selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is E.P. Carrillo Cabinet. It delivers medium-bodied taste with a superior balance between flavor, complexity, and smoothness. One look at this gorgeous Ecuadorian Habano Corojo 99 wrapper, and you'll know why the new E.P. Carrillo Cabinet is a flavor powerhouse. It's easy to join the Officers Club. Get all the details at CigarDave.com. The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo. Inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers. Celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities. Blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros. Crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo. A cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. of the Irish, Cigar Dave doesn't need it. But for everyone else, he's hosting St. Patrick's Day Aaron Gobra tasting maneuvers to get the party started. Well, the party is well underway here front and center on the Cigar Dave show coming to you today from Panini's in the Cigar City with sommelier Dave and mixologist Jenna. Now, mixologist Jenna, you have been shaking for the last four minutes. The, I, I had a workout today. You did. The Cork <laughs> Country Bubble. And I have it right in front of me here. Let's uh, go over one more time the ingredients. Of course. So we have some of our 10-year Tula Mordu. So Single we malt, it up. 10-year, got it. Um, we also added some Galliano, lemon juice, and honey. And then it's poured over some of our lovely champagne. How much champagne do you use? Just about an ounce. So just a little bit of a drop. Just a little bit of it, giving it an extra little zinger of some bubble. So mostly Tula Mordu Irish whiskey, single Indeed. malt. Then we have the other ingredients, the Galliano. liqueur, the Galliano, mm -hmm. the honey, the lemon juice, and then just about an ounce of champagne. Yeah. Yes. All right. And I will say cheers again. A lemony-looking yes, contraption is. here. 
It's very margarita-ish. Yeah, mm-hmm. different. Wow, it's very different. Yeah. There's no salt on it on the rim, but it's no. got a little salty <laughs> complexion to it. Yeah, it's from the Gallia. Yeah, Irish margarita. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Tasty. Very nice. And again, not overly sweet. Yeah, there's the 10-year-old by itself. Now, tell me about the Tullamore single malt four-cask finish. Yeah, so it's a single malt. It's been aged at minimum 10 years. You're going to get some really nice flavors off of this. The Christmas cake, which we figured out was a fruit cake. <laughs> but it also has some nice tropic flavors of pineapple, apricots, hint of raisin, and figs. Definitely more aromatic yes. on the on the nose. You know, being in a barrel 10 years, we'll right. do that. Right. Look four, at the now color. it's got a four-cask finish, so they put it in four yeah. different casks. Yeah. they have, And well, it has that nice, a deeper gold oh, than the regular Tullamore do. That's from the Oloroso Sherry cask. And I will Madeira say, cask. cheers, take a sip. Mm. Oh, wow. Very expansive. Yes. Bold, but smooth. A little warmth, but not overly yeah. powerful. No. No lingering after warmth, retro That's, warmth. On no, the this wasn't as hot as the Mm-mm. Jameson's. Mm-mm. But it has more and flavor. And it's not as peppery, no. not as spicy, but more complex. Yes. More roundness on the palate, very flavorful. Very nice. Now, suggested retail for the Tullamore Dew. It's around Dew, $49 a bottle. Single malt. So you know, go 45 for, 49 So the original Tullamore 20. Dew, 20 to about 40, 40 yeah. to 50 45 yeah. to 50 Yeah, about 40 to 45 Very nice. All right, Somali Day, we have tried both of those. Now, when we talk about uh, St. Patrick's Day, Somali Day, we talk about corned beef and cabbage and bangers and mash and some of the other traditional type of, uh, of delicacies. What about cooking with Irish whiskey? I'm, I would assume... That one of the great ways to marinate your corned corn beef, beef. Sure. Well, I would put put it in Irish whiskey with maybe, I know Colonel Ange would say some sort of other brine, so probably a little Tullamore Dew whiskey as well as maybe some uh, apple juice. Sure. And that would make a nice brine to really soften up that corned beef. Sure. Uh, I don't have any particular recipe, but I think there's a plethora on the inter- Internet that you could find. But anytime you do find a great whiskey and you put your meat in it and let it mature and all that it'll bring out all those flavors especially if you're looking for fig or apricot or whatever and i would say that when we talk about uh, bangers and mash uh sausages and mashed potatoes mm-hmm. i'll tell you i would boil the potatoes not only in water but i'd add a little tulip sure, more you could in there. do that also that would be really nice and then what i would do is mash them obviously put some skim milk and some uh butter in there, but I would also put maybe a shot of Tullamore Dew in there, soften it up. I think that would give it a real nice complexion to it. Yes, soft, that, soft. That, that'll work real well because you'll burn off the alcohol, and all you'll have left is the flavor. Jenna, do you have a recipe that you utilize? Just drinking it? No, not so much. Smart, just That's drink. a really great recipe. <laughs> well, mixologist Jenna, do you cook? That's the first question. It depends on who's asking you, you, after they eat it. You just you just <laughs> answered the question. Okay, no problem. Well, I'll tell you what. I know Colonel Ange, I'm sure right now, is, is, is thinking Thank already, you. what can I do for Tuesday? How can he give the Colonel Ange twist to it? And I will guarantee you he will find a way to use the Tullamore Dew, the Irish whiskey, with the sausages. Oh, I'm sure he will. Guaranteed. All right, now, Mixologist Jenna, you are going to get some fresh roast ground and roasted coffee for us. I am. Lovely. You do that, and then Samania, Dave, and I will start talking about the Tullamore Dew Special Reserve. This is a 12-year-old. Tell me about this Irish whiskey. It's a nice 12-year-old. It's triple distilled. It's got three types of Irish whiskey. 
whiskeys in it. It has the single malt, the blended malt, and the single grain in it all brought together. You're going to get some really nice flavors on it. It has bourbon and sherry cast aging on it at a minimum of 12 years. Then it's going to give you some of those really nice notes, similar to how the 10-year-old would give it to you. It has some really nice depth. But one thing it will stand out on it will be some nice cinnamon and vanilla flavors. Cinnamon and vanilla on there. Yeah. Very nice. Now, again, we is this a blend? Or is it's that, the blend of the three different a blend types of, the three. of uh, Irish whiskeys. Perfect. So it uses a different blend and uh, special reserve. So let me grab a glass on here. We will do this. We'll take that over here. I'll tell you what. We'll put that in there. There you go. All right. Try that. We will say Cheers. cheers. Somebody, Dave, wait a minute. I've got a glass. You're drinking, <laughs> out, of drinking the out of the bottle. What is wrong with that picture? Because I'm originally from Pittsburgh. We drink out of the bottles back Th- There on. you go. All right, I will take a sip here. Wow. Lot that of, is complex. Yeah, a lot of That it. is smooth. Very. Not a lot of warmth. That, yeah. of all three, Somebody, Dave, that is my favorite. There you go. That is absolutely my favorite. The Tullamore Dew Special Reserve Triple Distilled. What is the suggested retail on that? Uh, it's fairly affordable. It's no higher than $59, $57 a bottle. So that is their top of the line. Yes. And if you, well, the Phoenix, which is going out of the production, would be their top of the line just because of the amount of alcohol in the bottle. But if you think of a single malt whiskey or scotch or some of the small batch bourbons, $55, $60 is about medium high for that because you can get bottles up into the $70, $80 range. Oh, Some sure. really nice whiskey. I will tell you that this, this will hold up. If you them. serve this, took it out of the bottle yeah. and served it to people, they would say this has got to be a 20, 25-year-old sure. scotch. It is yeah. smooth. It's very complex. Nice okay. notes on the palate. A little sweetness on the palate. Yeah, that's from the sherry cast mm-hmm. because they're using a sherry and pork cast. Very nice. Now, Samadhi, Dave, some of the other delicacies I want to mention for St. Patrick's Day, slow-cooked beef stew. And I would mm. put a little, I would put some Irish for whiskey in there. In there definitely. Now, there's a, uh, let's see, some of the other ones, traditional Irish shepherd's pie mm-hmm. with mashed potatoes and beef and ground beef, gravy in there. You can never go wrong with that. Uh, let's see what else we can, you know, corned beef and cabbage casserole. It's amazing how you're coming up with all these dishes and we're salivating it. They really sound good. But when you think of English cooking, you would never do this, would you? Well, it's very, no, you would. It's very similar. Is it? It's very similar. Now, here's one called the Dublin Coddle. It is sausage, onions, potatoes, and some other roasted vegetables all in a big saute pan. Now, nice. that sounds good. Yes. That is, that is very nice. Purple cabbage. Love another another big cabbage, right? purple cabbage, red cabbage, steak and Guinness yeah. pie. There you go. That's another thing we should talk about also because when you think about Irish beers, you have all those Guinness. Yeah, you have a lot of those different beers right now that uh, people cook the dark and stormies and things like that. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, let's see what else. Some other delicacies: authentic Irish soda bread. Nice. That makes for a nice one. Irish apple cake. Oh my goodness. Mini shepherd's pie on a little slider. That I just would be gained pretty, 10 pounds. That, that would be pretty good. Today. Some Irish roasted salmon. You can never go wrong with that. Some Guinness cheese spread. Wow. Little cheese. Sure. You know, like a soft cheese with a little Guinness in there. Notice how they're, we're always coming back to the libations. And here's another one Irish whiskey cake. 
Mm-hmm. So a nice cake. Just Look. like rum balls. I didn't know you... rum had balls. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> I had no idea. Anytime you cook with any alcohol, you burn off the alcohol of it, the spirit, and you get Guinness is a very flavorful, you know, malt beverage. So now, I have been on an oatmeal kick the I last, like, two weeks. Very good for breakfast, Great very for healthy. Absolutely. Yep. Irish whiskey-infused oatmeal. Wow. That's what I'm going to have Tuesday morning to get my day off. I'm going to make my oatmeal. Mm-hmm. But what I'm going to do is put about a half a shot of the Tullamore Dew mm-hmm. Special Reserve 12-year in there, mm-hmm. and I'm good to go. Oh, definitely. All At day. least till lunchtime. Then you'll have your corned beef and cabbage. There you go. Another one, lamb stew. Notice Love everything lamb. we're trying to gravitate towards meat. Yeah. Uh, here's another one that I will not be trying, the Irish Barm Brock Fruit Loaf. It's like <laughs> a fruitcake, but Irish style. We have Christmas cake. <laughs> that Christmas cake. Beer bread. An Irish specialty. Ooh, that sounds beer good. Beer bread. So we gave you some different delicacies that you can certainly enjoy. And, you know, when you go to almost every restaurant or bar, they all have the Irish specials on Tuesday. Sure they do. But this is perfect because this is Saturday. St. Patty's is Wednesday. So, or Tuesday, excuse me. So they have tomorrow to go to the store, get their nutrients, and then plan it out and then put it together Monday and Tuesday have their own party. I'd say Samadier Dave to start the party tonight. Sure. I think Saturday so. night, take it into Sunday. The only thing missing tomorrow though is NFL football. Yeah, it's coming, General. I think one of two things. Either the NFL season needs to move, or better yet, we should move St. Patrick's Day to sometime <laughs> in the fall and combine them both. Could do that. That would be, you know, and we should actually, I think what we should do is another thing. Instead of making it the 17th, we should assign it to the closest Monday. That way people get a three-day weekend. Exactly. That would be ideal. All right, uh, when we come back, mixologist Jenna has just brought over some freshly ground and brewed Irish, uh, or actually coffee, and she's going to make some Irish coffee. We still have the after-dinner delight and the Irish highball. Lieutenants, the final and concluding segment of the St. Patrick's Celebratory Edition of the Cigar Dave Show is next. Never miss a minute of the show when you download the Cigar Dave mobile app for Apple, Android, and Kindle devices. You can listen to our 24-7 continuous stream of the latest show or download the recent podcasts to listen to anytime on your mobile device. Get the Cigar Dave mobile app in the App Store. Search Cigar Dave. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. 
Surgeon General warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. There's a county map to go with the wall of her. Let's stick in the shinty bowl to break the brack, the crack, and all. Let's call it an Irish pub. No need to pinch someone because they're Irish. Instead, pour them a cocktail. It's St. Patrick's Day Aaron Gobra Tasting Maneuvers with Cigar Dave. I just heard the key word in that Irish jig, Irish pub. There you go, Irish pub. Well, we're not in an Irish pub, but today it's an Irish pub. We're sure Panini's is. in the Cigar City, and we are enjoying St. Patrick's Day celebratory maneuvers, including Irish whiskey tasting and... Irish libationary concoctions, sommelier Dave, mixologist Jenna rejoin us. Mixologist Jenna, the fresh brewed coffee has just come out. Now, I brought those coffee beans. Those are Honduran beans that uh, from the Santa Rosa de Copan area, right near the Florida Copan factory mm-hmm. in Honduras. Excellent coffee, very smooth. We ground them up, brewed them nice and hot. So Irish coffee, what's an Irish coffee? So Irish coffee is everyone's favorite traditional cocktail, um, especially for this time. So we're going to use um, some Bushmill for today, and we're switching it up from moving over from our Tullamore Dew. Um, so all this is is a really simple cocktail. All we need is our Bushmill, some coffee, sugar, and some whipped cream on top. All right, so we start with a cup of coffee. Next, Indeed. what are you going to put in? So next I'm going to put in some Bushmill. Okay. little Bushmill Somalia, Dave. Tell us about the Bushmill one more time. Bushmill is from the 1600s. It's out of the northern area of Ireland. Very nice, soft whiskeys. Again, triple distilled. You're going to get some nice notes. Uh, three years aging on that also. You know, you're going to get some vanilla, cinnamon, and hazelnut flavors. Beautiful. Mm. So we put in a shot of the Jameson into the coffee, and now? Bushmills. Oh, Bushmills, I'm sorry. We don't want to do that, Jameson. No, no, Bushmills. That's right. We put the Bushmills. And and we've got some whipped cream. Some lovely whipped cream. Everybody should have seen that one. I'll tell you what, that green dress. I Ooh. saved you from the cork from the champagne. This this you isn't did. as awful. That's okay. <laughs> okay. And that this is a very big chicky drink. Sure. It the dames is. love this because especially in the winter, it warms them up. They're always cold. Got a little bit of that warmth with the Irish whiskey and, of course, the sweetness. You could call this an Irish mocha frappa latte sure. chino or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to take a sip of this, and I'll say cheers. Ooh, it is warm. Jeez, I need a spoon to get to the bottom <laughs> of the coffee here. And the mm. neat thing is uh, most... Oh, that's good. Mm. But that you wear good. it well. What that does, it sweetens up the coffee a little sure. bit. And you put, what, a little sugar in here? I did. 
or you can put Sweet and Low or Splendor sure. or whatever. Whatever yes. you need. But th- I can see why. This is big ski resorts, sure. big weekends at night. Exactly. It's a nice libation with a little bit of Irish whiskey, some mm-hmm. sweetness. Now I know why the dames love that. Almost like a hot toddy. That's right. And if you have a sore throat, sure, that would be, be perfect. Just I would get rid of the whipped cream myself. You would just, have to leave that off. Sure. I would leave that off, but it would be good to go. So we have the Irish coffee. Next up, we are going to have not an afternoon delight, but mixologist Jen is going to make us an after-dinner delight. What am I? I hear there's more whipped cream going in there. <laughs> there is a little more whipped cream going in here. So this one is a um, great after-dinner cocktail, just as the Irish coffee cocktail is. So what we're going to add in here is some condensed milk, which I've already added into my shaker. So we have some whipped cream. Yep. Whipped cream. Some condensed milk. Correct. Okay. Then Next, what? I'm going to add in a little bit of vanilla and a little bit of almond extract to it. Okay. So you're just putting in, what, about a teaspoon? About a teaspoon for it. Of the vanilla extract and then a little of the almond extract. Indeed. About a teaspoon as well? Indeed. So a little vanilla, a little mm-hmm. almond. And when you think about it, that's some of the complexion on the Tula Bordeaux. Sure, the whiskeys itself from the oak aging adds that to it. Now it'll just magnify the flavor profile. It Very will. nice. We put both of those in. Now what do we put in, Mixologist Jenna? We're going to add our whiskey, and I'm going to leave it up to you, gentlemen, on picking which year you want to put in. Well, I think it's an easy decision here. Sure. I'd say that Tula Mordeaux Special Reserve 12. That was that the... Will Yes. Mac Daddy of them all. Yeah. Great so I think that would great. really give it a very nice kick for this after-dinner delight. And then the very last thing that we're going to add in here is some coffee grounds. Some coffee grounds. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Am I, is it going to taste coffee groundish? Uh, you might get a little grit, but not a little that bit. much. Okay, because what are you going to do then? You're going to strain that? I'm going to shake it up. So we're going to it's going to mix together with okay. the liquid so it won't be as like gritty as uh, you gritty. Get, Excellent. to the grain. All right. There's nothing worse when you have coffee and there's oh all that goodness. sediment at the bottom. Tell me about especially it. Especially when you don't expect it. Exactly. But you brought the best beans, General, so I this did. should really work well. I did, right next door to the uh, Florida Copan factory in Honduras. A very, very smooth coffee. People, when you think about it, coffee and cigars, have they're very similar. Sure. They both come Central America, South right. America, have to have the optimal growing conditions, climate, all the same. Yeah, boy, does this look good. Oh, that does look good. And again, we've got whipped cream. We've got some Tullamore Dew Special Reserve mm-hmm. 12. 12 year old. We've got some vanilla extract, almond extract, and some condensed milk. And this looks like an Oreo. You know what this looks like? <laughs> Oreo Oreos cookie. and cream cocktail. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say cheers. I know this is going to be way too sweet for me. but It is. It smells delicious, though. It's for your harem. It's good. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? I can definitely taste that almond extract. Yeah. Now, me, I like the vanilla. I would probably just put a splash of that almond extra, uh, extract for me. It's very amaretto-y. Mm-hmm. But it's actually pretty nice. Yeah. You get used to the coffee grounds sure. a little bit. <laughs> it's unique. But, again, this is a chick drink. Yeah, this that's is not your harem drink. This is for the know, When they're going, Dave. Now, all these recipes, by the way, lieutenants, posted at CigarDave.com. So if you want to try these at home, Fear not. All right. Last but not least, mixologist Jenna, we have the Irish highball. Yes. Tell us what's in the Irish highball. So we're going back to our ginger root, just like we did before. Ginger root beer. So we're going to use our ginger beer, and we're going to just use, um, well, we can use Bushmills, or we can use our Why don't you use the Bushmills? Give it a little. Yeah, we'll try the Bushmills. Give it a little bit of a different taste. 
Sounds good. So I'm just going to get Got some, ice. some ice in our cup. So we're putting some ice. We are. And that's in a shaker. Yes. So no, we're putting, just Well, glass. this is just a glass. We're oh, keeping this super simple for this cocktail. Okay, so there's no shaker for the Irish highball. Nope, and we're this is in everybody's cocktail. They can make it super easy, super quick. Okay, so we put the Bushmills in there. You're going to put, what, yes. one shot of Bushmills? Yep. I am. Okay. This is made specially for you. Only one shot unless you're trying to go... All out for St. Patty's Day this year. I thought they were all specially made for <laughs> Well, they, they are. are yeah. But, I mean, I did hear you wanted to keep the party Where going the party for another is going. day. Absolutely. The coffee will keep you going. we got to keep it until Tuesday night. <laughs> That's a long, long time. So we have the Bushmills. We're putting in the ginger beer. We are. Over ice. And that's it. That's it? Super yeah. simple. Oh, that is and simple. delicious and refreshing. I'm going to stir it uh, just, you know, with there my finger, kind of like Cigar Abe. Exactly. You know, with the finger. You and know, I'll cool. say one more time. We'll say cheers. Cheers. Has a little yellowish look to it because yep. of the ginger, ginger. beer. Mm-hmm. Classic cocktails are coming back. They are. It's this, great. You, this is very refreshing. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is nice. This is not sweet at all, but it has a tinge of sweetness. Mm-hmm. Again, a nice summery drink. Yeah, sure. This is very nice. Easy what to be, make. Would be very elegant. Would be to, I would shake this. To get the ice shards, mm-hmm. and then I would serve it in a martini glass. Oh, yeah. Just That's what I would try. Just shaking it when you're adding your ginger beer. We don't want that carbonation to mm. shoot right back at That's you. That's right. <laughs> this is excellent. Mixologist Jenna, outstanding job. Pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you. Sommelier Dave, as always. General, my pleasure. Fun Thank as you. always. Next up, Cinco de Mayo. Get Cinco, ready, Sommelier Dave. Ready. The celebratory maneuvers continue. Lieutenant St. Patrick's Day coming up Tuesday. Hope you have a great time. Don't forget, if you're a member of the Officers Club, you will be getting our Ipicario cabinets. They're mailing out later this week. Beautiful cigar using a wonderful Ecuadorian Habano Corojo 99 wrapper, medium to full flavored. Cigar Dave, the general saying, Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long, semper delicatio. Always pleasure. Aaron, go puff. Bye-bye.